You're listening to a podcast from Reality Honolulu. For more information or ways to get involved in the life of the church, visit realityhonolulu.com. Thanks for listening. Aloha and welcome. Thank you so much for joining us here off Reality Honolulu Digital House Church Gathering. Uh, even though this is not ideal to not be in person with everything going on, I'm really thankful for the means to be able to still connect and uh, be in your living room and hopefully gathered around loved ones and friends safely to be able to hear this. But as you may notice, I, I am somewhere different than normal. Um, my family and I just took advantage of this little window before our kids go back to school to uh, jump to the big island for a little bit. And uh, we got here, luckily, right before the quarantine happened, and um, then we can get back this week. Um, but we are just spending time together after, obviously, as you know, just a long, long few months, hard months, stressful months, and time to recharge and be with the Lord and uh, to jump back and get right into it. But before we get into the Word of God, uh, I do want to make a quick note about um, some ways in which you can get plugged in, especially not meeting. For some of you, you, you came right before everything happened or you joined uh, the Reality Family during this COVID season, which we're super, super thankful for. Um, but we wanna make sure because we're not together in person, can't see each other's faces, we uh, just are fully digital at this point, uh, other than a few Ohana groups meeting when it's safe. Um, we want to make sure that you are plugged in digitally as much as possible. And there's a couple ways that uh, we think that it's the most important or most critical that you would do so. Number one is to subscribe to our weekly newsletter that we send out at the beginning of every week. Um, you can go on the website and I think at the bottom of the homepage you can look for that uh, way to subscribe. And also, as everyone is, we are a part of all the social networks there is. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all the things. Uh, go ahead and subscribe and follow those. And also, if you need to know anything, any information at all, you can go to realityhonolulu.com. That is kind of the place that we're trying to put everything, kind of be a one-stop shop. If you have questions or need a link or need to know about something or watch past sermons and past church services or whatever it is, go to realityhonolulu.com. But without further ado, let me go ahead and pray for us as we get into the Word of God. God, we thank you for this time that we are gathered. Even though that may be digitally spread out all over the island in Hawaii, um, that we're not all physically present together. We thank you that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And, and this doesn't change you or move you. But God, I do want to be mindful of what is happening um, in our state, in our island home, just the uptick in cases, and um, just mindful of uh, those that have passed away. We ask that you would bring inc incredible comfort and peace to those families, um, as well as we pray that protection and health upon us and all of Hawaii. Um, God, we just pray that... Um, the numbers and things would change, and even despite being um, more isolated and distance, once again, we pray that you would meet us where we're at, because we need you. We need you to meet us where we're at, because um, all of us are in different places and different 
um, families and different financial uh, situations with jobs. And God, we just need you. So we ask that you'd speak to us through your word. Would you direct and care for our hearts this morning? We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, as you know, normally we spend our time in the book of Acts. Uh, we've been doing that since the beginning of the year. We like to just allow God to pick a book for us and then just faithfully go through it verse by verse. But there are some times where we do like to pause and do something else as the Holy Spirit leads. Again, we want to um, not be subject to our plans, but to the Holy Spirit's plans, right? Father, what would you have for us? Direct us and lead us. And this week that I've had, uh, this time that I've had to unplug from my normal rhythms um, and seek the Lord, I really feel like the Lord has wanted us to take a pause from Acts just for a week. We're going to jump in uh, next week. But it feels like in light of current events that we should allow God's word and his spirit to teach us and guide us to address and to navigate and process all that's going on around us. And I just want to share some things that God has personally put on my heart. And I'm hopeful that it's, um, or I'm prayerful, I'm hopeful that it's a good reminder and encouragement for us um, in these these hard and difficult times. And, um, and really, it has to do with the climate and the time that we're living in. Um, not only, right, are we living in this global pandemic that's really close to home for us right now, um, that's not only affecting the world, but the mainland and Hawaii in devastating ways, but we're also in such a politically charged and saturated time. Like, I, I think we can all see that, that everything is controversial and everything is political. And um, with the accessibility of our smartphones and social media, I mean, unless you literally don't pick the thing up or somehow you miraculously are unplugged from all of it, God bless you, um, you're bombarded with so much information from the entire globe, minute by minute, all over the place. And... Um, there are really big issues. Like there's heavy stuff, there's hard stuff. There's important things that we need to know. So in part of it's really good that we are aware of it all, but it does feel like as we, we are kind of bombarded with all this, that we are constantly being asked, or maybe it's assumed, that we need to become experts about all of it and figure it all out. And where do we stand? What's going on? And what do we think? And um, to be honest, even if you spend a full-time uh, job's worth of time trying to sort it out, you would probably be more confused about it all than when you started. That's just kind of the nature of the game right now. Um, that being said, being a Bible-believing and Jesus-following Christian as an American right now is, in my opinion, possibly one of the most difficult times to do that. Sorry for the road noise if I have it here. It's what we got this morning. Um, but it possibly might be the hardest time to be a Christian in America, at least in, in my lifetime, in our lifetime or at least just trying to figure that out. Like, what does it mean to be biblically led um, in the midst of all of this? And, and how, do, how are we supposed to be Christians in the midst of these political charged climates? 
And what I want to share today is just some ways the Lord has helped me to just navigate, process, and to be faithful to love Him uh, in these politically charged times. This is not like, hey, here's all the answers, or here's what you should do, or here's all the ways you should think. Um, that's not my uh, attempt at all. It's just some helpful ways through God's Word to help us navigate and process and be faithful to Christ in it. And nothing in here is meant to be controversial. Like, it's not. Um, but nowadays, most everything you say is. So just hear my heart. Some of you don't know me as well as others. Just, just hear my heart. Um, I'm not trying to stir the pot, uh, but rather trying to draw out biblical principles to try and help us live as Christians in America in 2020. Again, this isn't exhaustive. This is hopefully just an encouragement and helpful because it's help, been helpful to me. Um, and mainly, you know, it's because most of life in America has seemed to turn political. And for us that live in America, is uh, we're trying to figure out what we care about, right? We're figuring out how to vote. Um, we're, 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 it's kind of everywhere you look is, is something political. And when we're so uh, America-focused, right, when we're so consumed by the here and now uh, of the, the country that, that, that we live in, I think there can be a real danger in failing to remember where our true citizenship as Christians lie. You see, it's, it's not just Christians in America in 2020 that have struggled to kind of navigate this and view this properly. Um, we also see that Paul and the other New Testament authors address this over and over with Christians 2,000 years ago uh, living in the Middle East and in Europe. Um, and for Christians then, it was primarily the Roman Empire and Israel. And they had trouble too of how to navigate and live rightly as Christians seeking a heavenly kingdom while living in the midst of an earthly one right? How do we live in the midst of a heavenly kingdom while presently living in an earthly one? And to the letter to the church in Philippi, as Paul tried to help pastor and shepherd and care and teach them these things, in his letter to the Philippians, he tells them, uh, which also applies to all Jesus followers. In Philippians 3.20, he says, For our citizenship, as Christians, our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So there, in, in Paul's context, what he was saying, that in light of the struggle Christians had then to have a right view of themselves inside of an earthly kingdom, Paul and others had to constantly remind Christians that their true and their primary citizenship and allegiance was in heaven. What a more potent and, and relatable lesson for us as well. And this is really the primary concept that I want us to camp out on this Sunday and have the Lord speak to us about today. 
And I think it's so important that we're reminded of this and challenged by it to make sure that our hearts are in, in the right place and we view it all correctly with the right priorities, especially in the United States in 2020. And so this is what uh, this concept of being citizens of heaven means. It means that as Christians, our primary place of residence will be heaven. That is our home. That is the kingdom that we are primarily a part of. And most importantly, a part of. And being part of that, living for what it stands for, is what should be of utmost importance to us. And so, any nation or kingdom that we are an earthly citizen of, we need that, that earthly citizenship, needs to take a back seat to the heavenly kingdom that we're a part of. See, Christians being citizens of any country or nation shouldn't feel that, that being a citizen there is, the prime, is their primary identity, is the primary source of safety or security or provision. Now, that is not saying that our earthly nation, for many of us that's the U.S., does those does those things like it most certainly does um it, it also doesn't mean that you can't be proud or patriotic oh, excuse me patriotic or thankful to be an american um but what being a citizen of heaven while also being an american citizen means is that being an american needs to always on any issue or at any time, take a back seat to us being citizens of heaven and what God cares about. Now, that doesn't mean that an earthly kingdom or a nation is always competing or different from or not in line with, but it, it is absolutely, for the Christian, an issue of priority. What do we prioritize? What do we have uh, our main importance, our main allegiance, our main citizenship? Is it heaven or is it on earth? <clears throat> now let me clarify, because I'm, I don't mean to, but there's sticky waters all around us. Christians like to do something with this concept that isn't right and, and it's dangerous. And we can either grab onto this too much or too little. Um, it's all about having a healthy balance and tension, but too often we're, we're black and white, we're all and none, uh, and we have trouble living in both. And, uh, you know, to be citizens of heaven and citizens of an earthly nation. So I want, I want to explain where, where we kind of can hold on to this too much or too little. One way as Christians that we hold on to this idea of being citizens of heaven too tightly is what we would call escapism, right? Um, since this isn't our home, right? Heaven is our home and we're just passing through. Um, we're just not really going to care about this, that, or the other. We're not really going to get involved, but rather we're going to retreat. 
we're just going to keep our distance, we're going to stay away, and we're just going to wait out the storm, and we're going to wait for heaven. Um, reason why this does not work, right, as much as it feels nice, because, like, we're just not going to deal with it all. We're just not even going to care one bit, and we're just going to wait for heaven. The reason why this doesn't work is that it's almost opposite of what the Bible teaches, right? Because the primary purpose of God's people to exist in this fallen world is that we would be the presence of Jesus in all circumstances, right? We're to be ambassadors of Christ to a lost and a dying world. And we're to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And honestly, how will others see and know the love of Christ if we aren't proximate? If we aren't near and involved with all that's going on? So what I really believe from Scripture, what, what, the, what the Bible tells us, why the life of Jesus tells us, is that Christians are actually supposed to be involved in the very hardest of issues. In the very... Uh, in, in, in a very difficult of problems, right at the heart of what's broken in this world, um, because I believe that's where God's heart is. I believe that's where Jesus would be. Um, if he was here on earth, he would be in the midst, um, tending to the brokenness. And that's where I believe as followers of Jesus, that's where we should be. Like Christians need to be a presence of Jesus to the world. And so that goes for politics, right? Like we should vote. We should be involved with politics. Like we should care about issues and bills because if anything in this world has to do with people, right, that's where Christians should be because that is what God cares about. And that's what Jesus died for, people. Um, and don't get me wrong. Like, this is hard, it's complicated, it's messy, the, the waters are murky. Like, you bet, there is no more difficult time uh, than a Christian to do this in America in 2020. How, 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 do, how do we do this? How are we a, a citizen of heaven but being present and the presence of Jesus in the midst of this broken world? So, so no to escapism. We have that mindset, but we are present. This is where it gets tricky, right? Because this is where the pendulum swings the other way. Which instead of escapism, like I'm just not going to worry about anything in the world, we get uh, the, the, other, the other opposite thing that we get in trouble doing is that we get so entrenched with the here and now in this world that we fail to remember what this is all about as a Christian. And the problem is we get too rooted and consumed. We need to be careful about this. And we need to be careful to not be too rooted and consumed and remember where our primary and most important, most important allegiance and citizenship lies. But guys, just as a real moment, uh, to be honest, um, for me personally, what has been most discouraging for me these past few months, again, this is just me, you don't have to agree with this, is how, from what I see in here, is how entrenched that some Christians are getting and possibly failing to remember where 
their primary allegiance and citizenship lies. Um, there have been times that I've seen when it feels like Christians are choosing possibly a political stance or political ideology or party over and above that of a biblical view or heavenly view of God's kingdom. And again, I want to be really careful to make that assumption or even that statement. Um, but at the same time, like as a pastor, I'm concerned that Christians are getting so consumed by the here and now um, that even in subtle ways, uh, their primary purpose as a follower of Jesus and as a citizen of heaven is being eclipsed by their earthly citizenship. And I know this is gray and tricky to know when and if this is happening, uh, right? Like if, if we're doing this, is this happening for us? Like where's our heart at in this? But I do believe that it, that it is happening or, or, or it, can, it can be happening. Um, and I want to give just a word of caution from the word of God to check ourselves. Um, and, and again, why living as a citizen of heaven and as an earthly citizen of a nation is hard is because it's meant to be a balance, right? Uh, and the balance is this, that as Christians, that we are to be in this world the presence of Jesus to people around us. We're to be proximate to it all and bring the presence of Jesus. But our primary allegiance and affections is not here. The primary allegiance and affections and our heart is actually, as followers of Jesus, is to lie as citizens of the kingdom of heaven. Do you see that? That's why we need God in this. We need God, help me to navigate this. This is not easy. And if you felt that it isn't easy, it's because it isn't. But we need to be aware and honest and ask God to, to, to direct us, to call us out, to correct us, to lead us, to help us, to give us strength, to give us wisdom and discernment in these areas. And this tension of being a heavenly citizen and an earthly citizen of a nation is a tension that we need to be aware of and routinely check the balance of, right? Because we're not supposed to be escapist Christians, but we're not supposed to be too rooted in this world either. And especially now, as a Christian in America in 2020, in this politically charged climate, we have to assess how we're doing all the more, and we have to ask God and ask ourselves, where is our heart at? How, how are we doing with this? And be, because it, it is a heart issue. Like it, it starts there and the symptoms of it are, are just what we see and what comes out and what we do and what we don't do. Um, but it all starts with the affections and the priorities and the allegiances of our hearts. And so what I want to do to end our time today is I want to have us present ourselves before God, whether that be in worship uh, that follows right now or later in your week. I want, to, I want you to like present yourself before the Lord, free of distractions and come before God, wherever that is, forever, how long you can, and, and just lay yourself before the Lord um, 
and ask some hard questions. Like allow the Lord to minister to you and um, to ask some questions in an attempt to assess where our hearts are at. And so I, I, I'm going to ask us some questions right now. You don't have to answer them out loud. If you do have something to write it down, um, I would I would suggest just go and do that right now or take out your phone and your notes um, to write some of these questions, all of them, some of them, some that stand out to you. But I really think it's important for us as a church, if you're listening to this, um, I know you have stuff to do. I know this is a busy season. And even though it's only been like 24 minutes right now of me speaking, that may be way too long for you. Um, but it's really important that we as a people in 2020, in a global pandemic with a politically charged climate, when we're being bombarded, we need to pause. We need to be still and say, God, how am I doing with this? Where do I, where do I need you? Where do I need to be corrected? Like, He's our heavenly father. He knows what's best. He knows the answers. And so let's ask him these questions, right? Um, some of the, some questions we might want to ask ourselves and present before the Lord are, are heavenly things more important than earthly things to me? Are they or are they not? Um, which kingdom am I primarily living for? Is it the kingdom of God or is it this earthly one? Um, God, am I primarily living for you and eternal things, or am I living for the things of this world? Um, which one, which kingdom, takes more of my time and attention? Right, these are some of the things we want to ask the Lord and ask ourselves about our hearts. Also, it could be, how am I living my life, or what is influencing my thinking most? Is it God and His word? Is, is God and His word the primary and most important guiding force? Like, is it the is it is it the is, is God and His word and His spirit? Is is that the thing that's leading me, or, or just the things of the world and what I hear in social media? Like, we need to be very cautious of these things. And then another question would be: God, am I making you the most important? We all have really important things and really good things in our life, but God is to be the most important. We're supposed to love him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And so a question would be is, God, am I, am I putting you first? Am I putting you on the throne? Are you the most important thing in my life? Then also, not only after we check our hearts and ask those questions, but I think it's so important in the midst of this time that we live in is this idea that Paul and other New Testament writers bring up, brings up this idea of fixing our eyes on Jesus. Um, they bring up this idea that, that, uh, that our spiritual eyes, so to speak, can drift from Jesus and from the things of heaven. And the eyes of our heart um, can get caught up with the things of less importance to Christ. And so constantly, Scripture is reminding God's people to not get caught up with the things of the earth too much. To not get caught up with those things. To not have our complete focus on that, but a reminder to fix our eyes on things above, on heaven, on Jesus, on eternity. I mean, over and over, they bring this concept up like, 
don't look to the winds and the waves. Like, don't, don't look to the right or to the left. Like, fix your eyes upon Jesus, right? The author and perfecter of our faith. Set our mind on things of heaven. Like, over and over, this concept comes up. And again, it isn't meant to just be an escape. Like, hey, these verses are so that you can just escape into heaven and not deal with anything here. Um, it's not to escape here entirely, but it is to give us a healthy and a right balance so that our primary and most important allegiance, affections, prior and priorities can be those of heaven. And one of the primary scriptures for those that, that I love is, um, is by Paul, again, in his letter to the church at Colossae, Colossians 3, 1 through 4. I want to read it. Um, again, jot it down so you can come back later and maybe meditate and pray over it for yourself. Colossians 3, 1 through 4. It says, since you have been raised to new life with Christ, right? Like we, we've died and rose again. We share in his resurrection. Because of that, because you're a Christian, set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Verse 2, think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. There's that sense of priority, right? You're here, but your real life is in heaven with God in Christ. And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all his glory. Please go back and read that again. I got to read it several times. But since you've been raised to Christ, to new life in Christ, set your mind on the realities of heaven because we're citizens of heaven. Again, I'm sure we'll talk much more about these things as the years as the year goes on. But in the meantime, let's do just that and fix our attention and our affection upon Christ as we enter into this time of worship. Please don't like leave right now. Whatever you're doing is less important than worshiping Jesus, guaranteed. Let's spend this time like exalting the name of Jesus in our homes, in our cars, wherever you're at. Um, with your family, with friends, whether you're alone, doesn't matter. Worship him now as if you, as if we were all together in the same room. I encourage you to engage and not just watch this right now, but to really exalt the Lord and fix our eyes upon him and because um, he's worthy of it. The church, please be safe this week. Reach out if you need anything. Stick close to Jesus and um, let's fix our eyes upon him. Let me pray and we'll enter into worship. God, thank you so much for this time that we get to be in your word and be reminded that we are citizens of heaven. It's because of you and your work upon the cross, you've given us new life and our real life, our true life is hidden with Christ. But God, would you help us to have a good balance to this? We want to be your ambassadors. We want to be the presence of Jesus in the hard places in this world. But we also want to be reminded that we are citizens of heaven, that our true identity and purpose and security and safety is hidden in Christ and not of the things of the world. And so help us to have a healthy balance and tension to that. Um, God, I pray that you'd be exalted in our homes and that you'd fill them with your presence right now. 
We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.